Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. Well, yes. But welcome to the, I suppose it's now the second episode of the Faces for Radio podcast, or second that we'll be releasing. Um, Assuming this one gets released. As always, I'm Josh. I'm still Owen. That has not changed. And we have a new guest today. Hey, guest, what's your name? My name is Jake. All right, you get 10 seconds of self-promotion starting now. Go. Okay, hi, my name is Jake. I am a sophomore at WPI University, also known as Zoom University now in this pandemic. And you should subscribe to The Dorm Storm on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Dorm Storm. done. Your time is done. All right, so that was um, Jake's 10 seconds of Uh, self-promotion. Before we get any further, I'd like to let you know that this episode is sponsored, uh, and we'll get to our special sponsorship segment later in the episode. Really? Yeah, I got us a sponsorship. When you say... When you say sponsorship sponsorship segment, it makes you think that it's not a real sponsorship. Well, it's it's an ad read. Was I'm it sent curious. to us, or did you like steal it, or are you reading off like the script of like a rejected ad for Corona beer shortly before the pandemic? We'll get to that when we get to it. All right, I'm excited. All right, well, um, in that case, uh, you want to start with a couple of questions. Sure. All right. You got any? Um, I think I asked this one before. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. Are amputees the best divers because they can hold their breath for longer since they have less? We did this last week. Cells? Okay. Well, no one answered. So we Christian and I both answered. Well, I don't remember. This was so a good, I, your long couldn't have been that good. All right, Katie. All right, I don't need about... you to edit anything on this. Just confirm for me by texting me when you listen to this, that yes, we discussed that, and it was a good long chat. Um, all right, all right. I here's, suppose it's here's my a turn. Good question. What? Oh, okay, you can, fine. I guess all I right. wasted mine. You can go. So picture this. You are sitting yep. where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Starting now, you have 30 minutes to commit the most crimes that you possibly can Mm-hmm. What do you do? And let's be so. A couple of rules. Um, it's it's just numerical number of crimes. So you know, there's no multiplier for how horrendous the crime is. Okay, well. Um, that's and you, it counts unique crimes. So you can't like illegally download five hundred movies. But so, all right, all starting right. now, what do you do to commit the most crimes? Well, I'm close to a computer, so I feel like there's a lot that I could do with that, like, in yeah. terms of, like, I don't know, like, credit, like maybe attempted credit card theft, mm-hmm. um, bull- cyberbullying. Oh, yeah. Is cyberbullying a crime? I don't know. Michelle Obama doesn't like it. I know that much, so. All right. I don't know. Is that the... I don't remember. Anyways, there's a lot... I also have other family, family, member, family members in my house, and I have a question. Does... It, does it get double counted if it's both attempted murder and successful murder? Or um, do I have to do two separate attempts and I only think one that can Going work? to court for that, it would be one charge. Hmm. So I'm going to count that as one. So I'll just stick with attempt. It's that way I can commit other crimes against my family. Okay. Um, like attacking and stabbing and like burning. Or I have neighbors nearby, arson. I could just run down the street, keep on lighting fires, people's properties, and just again. Once you've committed arson once, you've already crossed off arson. You can't do it again. It's oh, still so I have to cross off as many crimes as possible. As many I can't do repeat crimes. crimes. Oh wow! Unique crimes. Interesting. Unique crimes. 
tax fraud. How? Because, I mean, like, yeah, that's a crime, but doing your taxes takes a while. So I don't know if it would be that not that if, not if you do it Not if you do it incorrectly. Doing over... If you do it incorrectly, <laughs> they just don't count it. But, like, to just click through all the screens to file my taxes, it probably took 45 minutes. So, you know, if you try to commit tax fraud, there you go. That's zero on the how many crimes can you commit in 30 minutes. Jake, you Jake, got any what ideas? Do you do? I do. So all the right. first thing that came to my head was something more physical. And by that, I was thinking of putting, like, replacing the stop signs in, like, a specific area and putting them in, like, the middle of streets. Not necessarily the middle, but, like, on the side. So if you have a street, right, but there's no actual turns and no reason for you to actually stop, I would just put the stop sign right there just to confuse people. To which then I would run up to their car and slash their tires and then proceed to steal anything within their vehicle that I could use to go to someone's nearby house and then attempt to commit more heinous crimes. All right, so we're back to crimes. Sorry, we cut a bit out there with some audio issues. All right, that's strike one for Jake. Yep. Jake, you know how the podcast works, right? Oof. Okay, good. Okay, All right, so two. I figure crimes... What you're going for here is, imagine it's like a video game. You're doing a crime speed run. Like GTA. Absolute first thing that I would do is I would go out. There's always someone in my neighborhood who's driving a car. I would stop them. I would GTA them out of the car. There's car theft. You can commit so many different crimes in a car. So the speed limit in my neighborhood is 25 miles an hour. I would drive a clean 30. There we go. Even if I don't get caught for it, that's a crime. That's speeding. Yes. Blow the stop sign at the end of the neighborhood. Uh, jump out into traffic with the car. Uh, speed down through there. I, I can use the gas in the car as well as the engine heat to then start a fire as soon as I get to someone's house. There's arson. And then maybe, you know, someone dies in the fire. There's murder. Once I get to this person's house that I've crashed into, I run up, I just grab the first thing I find and run away with it. There's theft. Uh, and that's about as far as I've gotten. Well, you have to consider what you're actually grabbing in the first place. You know, it could be petty theft, depending on what the total value of this item is. Or it could be a much greater theft, which is a different class, and you could be charged with that. I suppose, yeah, you could be charged with petty theft and grand theft at the same time. So I've already been charged with grand theft auto. Mm -hmm. So I suppose I would go for petty theft here. All right. Um, and then, I mean, while you're doing it, why not make it a hate crime while you're at it? Just start shouting some, some really, some really some, bad stuff. Some things that I just don't want to shout? Mm -hmm. I mean, I could. That's true. Now, one thing that worries me, Josh, is that you said this is as far as you've gotten. This is as far of, as I've gotten in the planet. Which is a very interesting way to phrase that. I suppose it is, actually. Now because it, it implies that, like, that you're sort of standing in that person's house, which is probably on fire that you've crashed your car into or something. I was only like half paying attention. And you're asking us what you should do next in your attempt to um, hopefully get no prison sentence by getting it to go over 256 years and have it then reset back to negatives. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious. Where are you coming from this podcast? Are you in your house? Or are you actually in this person's house? And you're trying to ask us what to do next. Well, I mean, so we've been recording for 11 minutes now. I, I got through mm-hmm. about eight minutes of crime. So I've got a good, what, three, uh, 11 minutes more that I could do. So, so come on, I need I need suggestions fast. Um, you thank could... you for calling Crime Hotline. How may I help you? Yeah, we'll, we'll just be the Crime Hotline from now on. That's Hello, our how thing. How to commit more crime? Um. Oh, you could violate the Geneva Convention by holding that's someone true. for a longer period of time than they're. <laughs> Do international I don't war think crimes that you count. can do that for 30 minutes. Well, can how you do you commit an international somebody? war crime in 30 minutes? You know what? If you can tell me Is how you commit an international option? war crime, not with no preparation because you're starting it right now, if you can tell me how you do that in 30 minutes, I will uh, let you win this game. You, fi- you, go, you find someone's jewel or, or some jewel pods, you empty them out, and you fill them up with bleach. That's not a war crime. I think it would fall That's under the Geneva poisoning. Convention of, like, toxic and toxic gas. I don't think that the Geneva Conventions necessarily apply to individuals. I think that you would have to join the military and commit crimes while abroad to actually qualify for it to be war crimes. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, takes longer than 30 minutes. Hmm. Well, I don't know. You might be able to conspire against the United States. and I'm sure you could join, like, an, a different military much faster. Yeah, like a like a militia or some sort of uh, guerrilla hidden. Also, I don't see why you can't sexually harass somebody along the way of this of this trail of crime. Throw that one on the we top of the pile. We don't have assault in there yet. I figure if there's... Assault must be in there somewhere at this point. Alright, there are two people in the house. One of them gets okay. killed in the accident. That's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, could I double count that for vehicular manslaughter? No, it's, it's just one charge. vehicular assault. Um, I'm going to, you know, vehiculars. get out of the car, slap the next person. There's regular assault, or at least battery. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Well, if you just buy a razor scooter and leave it in the street somewhere, a child will pick it up, hit, eventually hit themselves in the ankles, that would be vehicular assault. So I feel like that one's easy to get out of the way. How about I'll just drive recklessly? Reckless driving okay. is a crime, right? That's part of it. And Something then I'll like intentionally crash the car into this person's house so they can catch mm-hmm. on fire, kill them. I can steal from them. And why not be drunk? drunk I don't want to. Okay, well. So you're telling you me you're against to the rest of these driving, crimes, but, that but you're one... happy to commit any other crime on the list. Apparently. Hmm. Where is this neighborhood that you're actually committing this? Because if you're in more of a uh, rich suburban neighborhood, I'm sure you'd be able to come across somebody who could perhaps get you a possession of drugs or something like that. There are a whole bunch of signs on like the main road heading over to the shopping area against heroin dealers. Like, you know, people have yard signs of, like, heroin? Not in my neighborhood. That reminds me of a question that I had, if you think right. we've exhausted Good. this one. Um, yeah, yeah, so right now, heroin, cocaine, and other sort of big drugs like that have a very much a negative rep. 
How would we PR spin that to maybe give these a better sort of representation in the public and media? You can't be How do we make heroin appealing to the masses? All right, so specifically heroin, or are we doing cocaine as well? Uh, which do you want to do? You know, let's go cocaine. Mm-hmm. I think that we could do a nice cocoa extract ad, you know, try to target like the health nuts. Because mm-hmm, it is it's in natural. a cocoa leaf extract. We could say something about like warding off like 5G. Maybe we could get Gwyneth Paltrow to sponsor us and get like into goop or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. As I mentioned before, there's a 5% chance I can get Gwyneth Paltrow on this podcast for 10 minutes, but I would have to burn at least three friendships to do it. Do we want to do that now? How important are the friendships? They're all my roommates next year. Oh. So these are people that you're, you know, not from high school. They're people that you're going to be seeing on a daily basis. Well, they are from high school and middle school. One is from high school and middle school, and he's kind of the important one because he's the only one that actually has the, the connection, and the rest would just be upset that I even contacted her. Why would they be upset that you're contacting her specifically so I assume that we can make fun of her? Um, I didn't think about that, actually. Okay, so... I think that there'd be something. I'm sure that there'd be something there. Natalie would not be happy. We will talk about this. I still give it a couple weeks until we're a little mm-hmm. bit more polished and can write some questions for Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God. And then we will try and get her on the podcast. <laughs> um, I think, like, maybe, like, if we try and market it more towards kids, like, Kids Bop was successful at, like, sort of transforming adult songs into things that were more palatable to children, right? Didn't, wasn't, that, didn't, wasn't that very successful? We could do that with, like, cocaine and, like, you know, little, little Coke. Coke for kids. Well, I, I think I we definitely could do, like, other Coke for kids. Well, we have to bleep that out now, Josh. Why? I, is the Cars for Kids theme copyrighted? I, would, I mean, I, I assume it must Why? be. Why? Because it's, it's a theme. Who's into, like, no one wants to steal that. Who's into, like, property? Why not? Properties? You just did. I suppose I just did, yeah. So, so you're saying is that I can't offer you an idea of 877-COKE-NOW as your hotline in order to actually get this Coke? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 877 isn't copyrighted. Two, four, one. Boop, we boop, just boop. need to come up with our own jingle. But at least I'm a terrible musician, so it would be something like one eight seven seven Coke. Oh God! Now, now there has to be a, a loud snort in the middle of that. Like, all right. How about in between the Coke and now you do the snort? Ready? Okay. Try it again. All right. One eight seven seven Coke. Now. I think we've done it. I think we've successfully marketed drugs. I think it's good. I think it's good. I definitely want to have a music video attachment to that. Maybe get some big names on there. I'm All right. sure that like celebrities do coke. If that sort of gets out, that I think it would really encourage the masses to participate more. All right. Are we investing in this yet? We should be. We should invest in cocaine. Yeah. I mean, it's been Look, around it's a for a while. Why have we not value. invested in it yet? I don't know. Oils and the negatives are paying people to, they're paying you to buy it 
from them now. I mean, I feel like we got to abandon ship on that one. Maybe it's time to find a new sort of natural resource that the U.S. will go to war with any country over and claim that it's for freedom, and that resource will, of course, be, be cocaine. So I don't Can know about you, make... but I'm excited to maybe invade like some of the South Americas. We've maybe done see what we can before. get out of there. At least we've installed we... leaders, but how about can we make a coke-powered car? Mm. How would you go about making this powered by coke? All right, well, so, so a it's a pedicab. I think we have different ideas. <laughs> yeah, so my mine is it's a guy doing it, but mine was also you know that, how like it was more of a Tesla. A, hmm? Like, you'd have a giant hamster wheel, and you'd give the, the guy get all coked up, and then he'd run on it for, like, ten minutes, and then have a heart attack and die, and you've gotten, like, a mile worth of electricity for your car out of that. All right, so we basically have the same idea. Yeah, but yours is, like, it's on board, he's in the car, mine's more, yeah. like, compact, but on the go. So, like, if you consider you know, a pedicab, you know, the, like, little cab thing that someone drives by pedaling it, usually you mm-hmm. pay them and demean them, but... Mm-hmm. Consider that. You know how, like, bolting a turbo onto your car makes it faster? Yes. Hot sure. take, cocaine mm-hmm. is the turbocharger of pedicabs. That could be a good ad. Like, why not nitro boost your productivity? Yeah, with some exactly. Good old white powder. It's spiced you, flour. That's what we're marketing it as now. In white well, the word powder, cocaine is tainted. Having the D in white powder is important. That's that's important, yes. Yes, that's an important letter to think... have in that phrase. Mm-hmm. What about... Um... Jake, what do you think? Jake, give us some input. So my, my first thought for Josh, for your idea, was instead of having it more of a pedal-based, I was thinking more Flintstone-based, Based so like of, a rickshaw sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know you'd have you'd have cutouts on the bottom of the car, for instance, for your legs. All right, and you, your dashboard is set up for different rows of cocaine. You know you got on your little tray on the side. You know with any of your materials to snort this cocaine. So then, in order to put it in different gears, you would take the specific rolled up paper or whatever you're going to use to snort it. You pick a line, and then that's the direction you're going to go. Okay. Oh, you know how people have, like, like guitar picks of, like, different colors and stuff they like? What if we had, like, different, like, cocaine line, credit card line, or line roller paper things that are, like, themed? Or, like... Like, collect all 27. You know, you could buy, like, specialty cocaine cutters. That, like, you know, we could get licensed versions. We could put Nickelodeon characters on there. What if we get a partnership with Nintendo and, like, Pokemon cards slash cocaine trading game empire? Like a Koki card or something? A Kokimon sure. card. <coughs> you gotta snort them all. That's just how it is. Kokimon. Blade and Mirror Edition. Alright. So, but would these would these Pokemon would they have evolutions? Would they like morph into other drugs, or are you they all? Your no, I think that just when you feed it enough cocaine, uh, it evolves by its heart. I think the technical term is exploding. You have your heroin, Eon. 
I mean, those at that the, point uh, are just different species because you can have a like a Kokichu, a Methazard, a Whatazard? Oxycontazard. All right. So then, Zan Zap Bat Bat Zanax Bat. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna take the Methmander. Now, are there any legendary drugs that, if you get them, do you get like enhanced drug abilities? Okay, I'm gonna but say like, that like at this point we've drug. reached the limit of my Pokemon knowledge. Yeah, I don't know that much about Pokemon either. <laughs> I'm All I know about is from that one that one craze. Apparently, Pokemon Go. That's so disappointing. But this in no way leads me into my next question, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, this one isn't really an intrinsic answer to this one, but I just want your opinions. So, for you personally, what would be more disturbing to happen to you? Uh-huh. Pickpocketing or putpocketing? Definitely putpocketing. Yeah. It would have to be pickpocketing because pickpocketing, like, I'd be, like, upset and I'd lose me and I'd find valuable, but I'd be more upset than disturbed. But when someone would put something in your pocket, there's, like, an element of mystery and fear. Because, like, but it all depends on what you put in the pocket. Because, you like, know, if they just toss some extra change in your pocket, you might not notice. Exactly. But you know what but I think like would be... Note, Telling you that the, the debt must be paid, or to travel out to like an island in the middle of the sea. Um, no, do you know what I like, think would be the most trippy for this, most surreal to happen to someone? A picture of you. No. Ten years from now. Another wallet. Another wallet. Somebody a else's different wallet. Person. Well, you'd have to be a pick and put pocket specialist for this one. Mm-hmm. So you pick Dual pocket someone's specialist. wallet, and then without touching it, you put pocket it into someone else's pocket. So you know, imagine I've just got. A wallet put pocketed into my pocket. I get home, you know, I'm taking my stuff out of pockets at the end of the day, and I find another wallet. I'm like, did I steal this? How did I end up with it? And then, you know, I open it, I see someone else's ID. I'm like, do I call this guy? What will that conversation be like? I said, hey, I found your wallet. And he's like, oh, thank God. Where was it? Where'd you find it? I said, okay, so now here's where this gets interesting don't get mad but yeah that would be an awkward time that'd be real that'd be real strange mm-hmm. i like it maybe it's like indiana jones where like you have to like switch out something that weighs the same so like if you, maybe it's easier to pickpocket if you put somebody else's wallet there and you just sort of have to trade wallets up until you find one that has the most money but at that point, literally everyone has in that room has somebody else's wallet at the, at the party that you're at. All right. So that'd be, that'd be really interesting where everyone goes home and realizes that they all have somebody else's wallet. It's like a Valentine's Day game where you have to meet people by confessing that you have their wallet. Remind me not to come to your Valentine's Day parties. What's a Valentine's Day party? What is a Valentine's Day party? You, you've you told us this scenario it's, in which it's Valentine's Day and a bunch of people are at a party put-pocketing or getting put-pocketed. Well, the idea evolves, but I also like what you're suggesting because what I think you're suggesting would be as a, a Valentine's Day party to me sounds... Um, Jake, how do I put this? Um, it sounds like a good time. So you would go to Owen's criminal Valentine's Day party? 
Sure, why not? You never know. It's kind of no. I think it's more like a Yankee swap, but except like you <laughs> get wallets. you get yeah, exactly it's with wallets. So you never know. You could get someone's wallet who has an, a, like a Black American Express card. Boom, no mm. limit on the credit card. You don't even have to max it out because it doesn't have a. Limit. It's not even yours. Exactly. And they wouldn't even know the difference because they have a wallet. Oh, you could rent so many phones with that. You could rent so many phones. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Everyone who listens to this podcast who's not in Kilroy, which is nobody, mm-hmm. um, will not get that reference, but I'm okay with that. All right. Well, what uh, about, like, food? Like, you just found, like a, like, a chicken, like a barbecue chicken wing in your pocket. See, I'm a vegetarian. That would be all sorts of confusing to me. Jake. What about an orange starburst? Not leave like a not like a purple or red one, like a yellow or an orange starburst. You'd be like, wow, this is garbage. Depending on the day I'm having, I might just be like, I haven't worn. I guess I just might not have worn these pants in a while. And last time I had a starburst, I didn't want, feel like eating the orange one because I don't hate myself, mm-hmm. so I put it in my pocket. Now, if I did find a pink starburst in there, that would be confusing. Because how the hell would it have stayed in your pants? Yeah, how the hell did I not eat that on the spot? Exactly. What about a Radeon 2080 Ti? Why not an NVIDIA 2060? How about any graphics card? <laughs> you just So graphics cards are not the smallest thing in the world. But no, you're proposing that you just pocket. that you just randomly find one because this. I feel like you'd have to put it in the waistband. Even then, how do you do that? How do you successfully put pocket to the point well, where? I don't know. I'm not a put pocket. Well, if you're gonna again, if you're gonna be at a Valentine's Day party, you're gonna be grinding against people, so you could easily <laughs> slip something into easily. someone's waistband. Or you could even be or at a drink. strip club, and instead of giving ones out to the stripper, you just slip in the graphics <laughs> card. Twenty eighty Ti. What would you get for that at a strip club? What would you get for tipping a graphics card? I'd get better graphics in my computer. That's for sure. A motherboard. <laughs> oh god. What's the worst thing that you could give out as a tip at a restaurant? The worst thing? I think yeah. it would be actual tips in the form of constructive criticism that isn't really constructive and mm. is just sort of rude. I think the end pages of a classic book. Because mm. you've gotten the book spoiled for you now. Mm-hmm. And you also don't get any money. And also, where's but, the rest of the book? Because like, if they gave you a full book as a tip... Then that's something that you know I can spend some time reading this. This is actually quite nice, but just the end of it, or just a note that says like, "Snape kills Dumbledore." <laughs> that would be good. What that's about awesome. like your own book? So there's no other copies out there, and it's and you've worked on it a long time. It's really good, and you know that they're going to get really hooked. And they get to the end, you've deleted the ending, and you, and. Or maybe you just like wrote it in like Spanish or something, so they can't read it. So they're forever wondering what happens to these characters. Hmm. 
until they get their friend who can be Spanish to translate it, and they find out that actually it was a dream all along, just like lost, and then they just sort of rage and jump out a window. Jake, I know you've watched Game of Thrones. Owen, have you seen Game of Thrones? Nope, but I know enough about the final season to know it's not worth watching. It's the rest of it is, I think. But and I'm not as upset about the ending as some people I know. Like Reddit. Like, wow. Yeah. No. I enjoy spending time on Reddit, but sometimes it's just like you know, you could just not do that. Not spend time on Reddit. Or, you know, you could just not hate on then things endlessly I... and that be your only thing that you ever do. Then what do I do with my time? Maybe comment positive things on something else. I do that. That's like the worst. And so I stand by my statement that, co- that commenting any constructive criticism would be the worst thing you could tip. Like, maybe you should wear your hair back or cut it shorter so it doesn't fall into people's food. Also, it doesn't look that good anyway, so you think you'd look better if you were bald. Maybe you should smile more. So what you're getting at is that I shouldn't say my opinion at all and just leave it to the people to express anything that they want. For instance, if they wanted to get constructive criticism on some art. You're not looking for everyone's opinion. You're looking for the positives. Yes. I don't. I wasn't paying attention. No, that's, me neither. That's a strike there. I, uh, yeah. That's so that's three point. strikes now, Jake. I'm sorry. That is. Damn. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So we'll continue. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like we're more or less halfway through. Do you think it's time for the ad read? Sure. All right. Uh, I think so. You know, friends and listeners. Today's episode of the Faces for Radio podcast is proudly sponsored. Uh, is proudly sponsored by, by Iowa. Spencer Francis. No, by Iowa. So tell me, have either you ever been to Iowa? God, no, I have not. Oh, kind of screws with my ad read a little bit. Um, Did you expect us to have been to Iowa? Let me finish the ad read. Um, Iowa has so many wonderful tourist attractions, including the Herbert Hoover National Historic Site, where you can see where our 32nd, I think, president was born. The the state capitol the in Des Moines, like which is apparently open for tours. And uh, also in Des Moines, the Papa John Sculpture Park. Real Ooh. place. So, uh, yeah, you know, for your next vacation, think about coming on out to Iowa. Iowa. Come for the attractions. Stay because you don't have the energy to drive to the airport. All right, so uh, we've been sponsored. I expect money from you, Iowa. I didn't um, clear this with you um, before I did the ad read, but I expect the money nonetheless. Done it. Yeah, because it was so good. How could they refuse? Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean. You know, mm-hmm. listeners, we have a Twitter account now. We did. I made it after recording the first podcast. We do. I made it after recording the first podcast at FF Radio Podcast on Twitter. Um, tweet at us. If you were Iowa, would you pay money for that ad read right there? And how much and what kind of currency? Yes. Because I wouldn't say no some money. Also, positive, constructive criticism in whatever characters you have left. Yes. 
The worst tip. Uh, and then if you somehow have more characters left after that, um, you just like to hear some roasts. Not like insults, but just like, what's your good recipe for a rib roast? The secret ingredient is hate. Mm. Sounds like a Doofenshmirtz family recipe. It does. All right. Oh. So did, did you legitimately expect us to have been to Iowa? <laughs> no, I did not. And that wasn't <laughs> the joke I was going for. Okay, good. I have been to Iowa, you see. God. Imagine. What's it like in, a, in Iowa? I was too Iowans. young to remember everything except for the TV we had on the bus. We, like, my mom was, like, uh, part of a group that got high school students interested in politics. So yeah. we, like, went with them. And drove up to, and my dad still had a commercial driver's license, so they rented a bus, and we drove up to Iowa for the Iowa caucuses. And it was, I don't remember it, so it probably wasn't that exciting. How exciting can a voting caucus really be? At Depends. age, whatever. Oh, that were. age? No, nothing. Not a, absolutely that, nothing. The stickers? No, maybe no. I voted, but then you like place them all over everything. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. I mean, hell, I'm 20. I still go for an I voted sticker. Ohio's looks so dumb, though. What does it look like? Yeah, hang on, I'm pulling up a picture of it just to remember it exactly. Because I did vote very recently. It's I heart voting, except the heart is the a diagram of the state of Ohio. Ohio isn't really shaped like a heart. It's maybe if you're going blind and you've already gone blind and can't see it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's not. To the so pretty much, stickers, I, see. I had a sticker that says, I Ohio voting. See, back in Michigan, we just had the classic I voted stickers because, you know, they don't suck as bad. <laughs> I Ohio voting. Yeah. Do you two Massachusetts vote? I Massachusetts, you. This just sounds like a Pokemon thing now. It is. And voting. I Massachusetts, you, Ash, for president. As a write-in. Alright. Green Party. Really? Okay. Uh, in that case, Owen, I think it's your turn. I think it is. So, Jake, have you heard of Coyote Awareness Adventure? Uh, I have not. Have you heard of Owen's Coyote, uh, the Coyote Awareness Adventure? Nope. Well, it sounds like you are in dire need of some, uh, some wisdom and experiential storytelling to warn you about the dangers of coyotes in our everyday life. All right, oh, so, he's about to do the theme song. Oh, no. It's the... I love how that's bleeped out every time. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank I also you, have, a sec- I have a second one. Out. In case it does, I have a second one, which is... Yeah, that's also very copyrighted. Thank you, what Katie. Part of, what part of that's copyrighted? If it's Arby's, we have the meats. Let me go on the internet right now. Mm-hmm.
Arby's, we have the meats. It's a good, it's an, one of the top search results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a registered copyright. There's a little R in a circle next to it. Well, not according to Bing, because Bing won't load. So, yeah, checkmate. I think I've made my point. All right, so... So I love how, no matter what we do for the theme song of this um, segment, it's bleeped. Thank you, Katie, again, for bleeping this. Every coyote begins with C. That might have been fine. Really? I don't know. Because it was like... Okay, that needs to get bleeped. But, Katie, the earlier thing, the the coyote beginning with C thing, bleep that if you think so. I'm going to leave that one up to you. Just bleep out the word coyote, because I think it's going to sound funny. No. I think it was fine. <laughs> Every begins with C. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, just do that. Just bleep out the word coyote and nothing mm-hmm. else. All right, so the way this works is it's sort of like a choose-your-adventure that I narrate um, where you just sort of go about your day-to-day life and learn about coyotes in the process. So um, today's theme is sort of um, your day off. It's Saturday. You want to go to something fun. You're looking for some entertainment, maybe to relax or something. So you weigh your options. You decide that you could either make use of your brand-new library card and go to the library, or you could go to, um, uh, you could go to the water park and go uh, for a nice, you know, swim thing there, or whatever you do at water parks. All right, Jake, as you are the guest, you know, the first choice is up to you. Ooh, you know, I haven't been to a water park in a while, so So you're choosing library? That's right, I'm choosing the library and looking for info on water parks. I'm so glad that you chose the library. Why, is that the one you had written? Yes. Uh, okay. I wrote it 10 minutes before I started recording. Um, so, you go down to your library. It's, uh, it's a relatively large building for your town. Um, maybe that's why the property tax is so high, you don't really know. You don't pay attention to those kinds of things. And um, it's a nice day outside, nice and sunny. There's some woods nearby. Um, you've heard some reports of coyotes nearby recently. Um, so you're... But you're not too worried because it's bright and sunny outside near the library. And when do coyotes ever attack people in this in this universe? I will tell you, Jake, we have not made it through any storyline of this without getting brutally murdered by a bunch of coyotes. Oh, oh great. Yeah. I look forward to the ending. Even then. when we were a magical lumberjack wizard, we got eaten by coyotes. Mm-hmm. Well, this one might be a little bit different. Okay, yeah. All right. Maybe um, we'll survive this one. Well... Okay, let me have my hope. So you go into the library, and um, you look at the librarian who looks strikingly similar to Worf from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And Okay, I need to get a visual <laughs> for this. Hang on. Listeners at home, you can Google along with me. Star and... Trek Deep Space Nine Worf. Ah, okay, that's that. That's who that is. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because he, he was... Wait, he was on Deep Space Nine. I thought he was only on Next Generation. Interesting. Anyways, back to to the Coyote-verse. <laughs> Into the Coyote-verse. That's, that's an alternative title. Okay. No, Coyote-verse adventure. 
Owens County Awareness Adventure Improv Time Fun Times. Um, so you talk to the librarian, you ask them where you could find um, a particular book section. Would you rather ask where you could find a w- wilderness survival guide or where the Agathy Christo knockoff murder mystery novel section is? I'm sorry, what is the, what is the mystery author's name? Agathy Christa. Oh, so that was on purpose. Okay. I, I obviously want to go there. I want to read some knockoff murders. All right, so it's somewhere in, like, a corner of the library. Um, it's sort of dark. There's a few other people nearby that you see. Um, you, you leave them undisturbed because, you know, they're, they're scholars. They're, they're being quite respectful to you, so you're respectful to them. You pick a book off the shelf uh, called uh, And Then There Were One. Okay. And <laughs> am I the one who thinks that's funny? Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Yeah, just, you know. Well, you read you read the novel. The, the plot is um, seems very familiar. Who knows where it was where it was sort of inspired from? And it um, the plot hooks were also kind of weak. Um, but you you still it sort of sated something inside of you a bit of like a craving for a mystery novel. And you read another one called uh, Murder on the Orient Limited. And then before you know you finish that, you read another one called Expiring on the Nile. And then suddenly, you just the time flies by. Minutes become hours. Hours become days, days become weeks, become months, become years that you spend in the library reading, consuming, surviving. The only force stronger than your hunger for knowledge and knockoff murder mysteries with easily predictable plot hooks and weak story lines is your hunger for food. Every now and then you hunt down a stray scholar, library goer, or child, pouncing and biting before dragging them away into your lair to feast on the corpse for weeks at a time. They oh. search for the monster for years, wow. but your lair is too well hidden in an abandoned section of the library that no one goes to. The historical fiction section. From there, you plot your murders most foul until one day you realize you were the coyote all along. So we well, made two choices and ended up there. Five minutes later, you wake up super stoned. Or maybe it was ten hours. You can't tell. Something was weird about that last trip. You're in a library and you don't totally remember how you got here. What do you do? ask someone to stop blowing on their microphone. This is just in the Discord audio. I doubt it'll show up in the final product, but someone is blowing on their microphone. My microphone is underneath my computer. I don't not plan with anything. And... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyway, we're in the library. Mm-hmm. It's looking dark outside now. What do you do? Build a book fort. You take some, uh, that's a wise choice, you take some books and you start stacking them up uh, to get some really thick nonfiction books and there's, you just keep stacking them up, make a big fort out of books, trying to make a roof, it collapses on you, hits you in the head. It's unfortunate. You build it back up again with just some tall walls. You think Donald Trump would be very proud, but you don't know. I just made my microphone. It's fine. Um, and you eventually start to realize that it's very dark outside out the windows and nobody seems to be in the library. And then the lights shut off, and you realize that maybe they were closing down and didn't realize that you were stoned out of your mind on the floor, and then b- building a book fort. Oh no, I realized that while building the book fort. It's Minecraft principles. You know, it's getting dark, we gotta build ourselves a survival hut. It's true. I just built it out of books. Mm-hmm. So, um... It starts to get dark out, and then you start to hear some howling from outside the library. Do you go to investigate? 
Jake, no. this one's up to you. All right, no. You can no. stay in the book Don't court. go to investigate. We're not going to investigate. I know how this turns out. <laughs> oh, believe howling... me, you don't. Having gone through now two and a half Coyote Awareness Adventures. No, you don't know how this is going to turn out. This is starting to turn so, into a D&D campaign that I'm going to have to roll for initiative against these coyotes no matter what. I have made people roll before. The howling gets the howling gets louder and louder, and you're, it's there's, it sounds like there's something out there that's very agitated, but then you realize you have an extra joint in your pocket. What do you do? I'd probably uh, light it up and offer it to whoever's howling out there. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so... I didn't. I didn't plan for this. You. <laughs> you, <laughs> you so how are you going to go outside? The worst choose your own adventure writer. You know, it'd say like, "Ooh, if you choose to follow the man into the cave, turn the well, page sixty-three." Well, the choose your own adventures always have like two choices. And you turn choices. the page sixty-three, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't plan for this. Go back and choose the other one." Well. Okay, so how are you going outside, like, through, like, the, the spinny door? Or are you going out through, like, a window by just jumping headfirst? I would or, like to go through a revolving door, but, like, do a couple laps inside of the door before we actually go All right, outside. you go to the revolving door. It's glass. You can see outside. You don't see anything out there, but you can hear the howling, and it's fairly loud. There's a full moon outside, you notice. Maybe that's related. Uh, you do a few laps through the, the spinny door. It's fun. And you keep pushing faster, and you go faster because you're because usually people go through them slow, but now you're going through them. Now it's spinning really fast. So you can go fast too. Um, you gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Um, actually, though, you get bored, and so it slows down. And you go outside. Fast. So you've got your your lighter. You've got your your joint, and you're searching for some coyotes. Wait, can I change my answer? For. For what we do with the joint. Oh, sure. Hot box and the revolving door. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it still spinning? Yes. In, in actuality, no. But as far as I'm concerned, yes. Oh, in your head it's spinning. Okay. So y- well, your you head know, is spinning. You like turn it a little bit so that you're all sealed off and you hot box and the revolving door. Are you sure that was even a revolving door and it wasn't just you like, running in circles thinking you're going inside of a revolving door? You should know I've never gotten high. I don't know. So, yeah, you're, you're in one of the little quarter sections of the revolving door. Yep. Um, and just, you think it's spinning, it's not. And you're in there for kind of a while and you're on the, you're sort of, not so much on the floor, so just like curled up on the floor because there's not enough room to like fully like sprawl out. Um, you think you see something up against the glass that's like sort of staring at you hungrily, but then you're just, you're just, you're chilling. You're blazing and chilling on the floor and it's just, you're just having a time on the floor. Everything's colorful and spinny and there's some weird noises. Something's nibbling on your foot. Wait, but if the coyote's coming in here now, what happens, what happens if a coyote contacts the atmosphere inside this revolving door now that we've been in there for so long. Eight hours later, you return to consciousness, and there's just a bunch of, like, barely conscious coyotes in this same revolving door section with you. It's not even open to the outside world. You don't know how they got in there. Um, They're just just stoned. They're, like, munching on some, like, Dunkin' Donuts, some Dunkin' Donuts, got the munchies, all that sorts of stuff, and 
they're just they're chilling. There's like eight of them in there. It's very crowded. There's like three of them stacked up on top of each other in like the sort of corner where it meets the middle. What do you do? Jake? Uh, we're going to see if all of them are hungry. And if so, you're going to bring him some more food. All right. I'm glad with... I'm very pleased with the way that you phrased that. Um, so you just had these coyotes look like they have the munchies. Like they could use some food. You decided to go and bring them some food. Um, and before you even realize it, how true that statement was... One starts, like, nibbling on your foot again, and it's got the munchies, so it's very hungry. Next thing you know, eight coyotes are trying to eat you. And we're trapped in a revolving door. You're trapped in a, in a hot box revolving door in the, li- the local library. There's, like, children standing outside just sort of, like, staring, waiting to go in with oh, their so parents. it's morning now. Yeah, it's morning. It's sunny outside, you can see now. So again, if Minecraft has taught me anything, I just wait a second um, for these coyotes to get touched by the sunlight. They'll burst into flames, at which point I just eat some steak, and then I'm fine. See, now that is a very excellent point, Josh, because what I want to sort of do with this coyote awareness series is to raise awareness about coyote safety in real life and dispel the myths that have been reported by mass like mass popular pop culture and media about like how monsters disappear when the sun rises, which unfortunately they don't. And even if they did, you'd be stuck with eight burning coyotes inside of a hot boxed revolving door. <laughs> so um, they're eating you. Your legs are now gone. What do you do? They have not lit on fire. Probably fortunate, more fortunately than unfortunately for you. The the people outside the library, like the librarians, the people waiting for it to open up, are just sort of staring on, just sort of waiting their turn to use the revolving door through the glass walls. Well, you should probably tell the coyotes that there's people trying to use the revolving door and we should get out of the way. Uh, you do that, and they, reali- they realize that, and they oblige, and they sort of push the revolving door around and sort of drag you in that section, all eight of them. It's very an oppressive, concerted effort. And then sort of you manage to get the rest of the traffic through into the library. Um, and once the last person's through, you're now stuck outside of the library with the revolving door and the coyotes and no legs. Hmm. Ah. So what's the question here? What do you do? Punch a coyote. You punch a coyote, it, it yelps and runs away, and the rest of the coyotes look pretty scared because they've never been punched before, and they don't seem eager to try it. However, they are very eager to try out those arms of yours, So it's like they've a, also never tried. It's like a cartoon right now where any cartoon character is hungry and everything they look at turns into, ooh, chicken leg, ooh, yes. ear of buttery corn, ooh. Except... It's just you. Yes. Because you look very appetizing. Wink. Wow, thank you, Owen. The coyotes eat you. Oh. The end. Oh. I suppose that's it for this week. So there were a lot of ways that could have gone. (laughs) I'm glad it it went the direction of hot box revolving door, especially Mm because I think we just found the title of this episode. Quite possibly. There was, there was one ending where you fought Alduin in Skyrim. Uh, there was yeah, one ending Skyrim. where you go to the water park, and that would have been it, because that's all I had. 
There was one where your psyche was eaten by coyotes. You know what? I just remembered. I have a choose your own adventure that I wrote last year. You do? Yes. About coyotes? Do you remember this one? The one that Hannah and I wrote? I think so, yeah. All right. I'm going to bring that onto the show at some point. All right. So, Jake, how was your first coyote awareness adventure? Uh, you know, it wasn't bad. That's, a what did you learn? That's four strikes. That's four strikes, gosh. I didn't think I could get four strikes. Nope, you get four strikes. That's. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you have four strikes. So move on. God damn on. it. Jesus. Um, so I'm looking at our notes for this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I just have a bunch of pages open called, like, Death on the Isle, Agatha, uh, Ice Cream Horror, search up on Wattpad. And Star Trek Deep Space Nine Wharf. So, speaking of Wattpad, so Charlie's on the podcast next week, yes? Mm-hmm, yes. And he told us about a friend of his who had written a Harry Potter fan fiction. Called Happy Potter, I remember. Yes. Do we read it now, or do we wait until he's on I think we save that for Charlie, week? but maybe we All get, right. like, a quick preview from, like, because it wasn't on Wattpad, it was on, on like, so maybe we just look up Happy Potter on Wattpad and just sort of see um, what comes up. Okay, these all look safe for work so far. Okay, here's one called Trust Your Heart. Love and the skills of justice hang in the balance and Marin finds out that Caleb, her new beau, is def- defending the person out to kill her. And the uh, it doesn't seem Harry Potter related. You know what, here, could I, could I request... Yes. We haven't done this yet in the whole two weeks that we've been doing this. Actually, mm-hmm. we've only done one week so far, but could you go to Wattpad? Go to the search bar for me. Yep. I'd like you to search four words, because I need to know for myself how much of a real thing this is. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, these four words. One. You got it? Yeah, keep going, come one. on. One. Direction. Oh no. Adopted. Me. And then go ahead and hit enter. 1.7k stories. Oh my god. The first one's called One Direction Adopted Me. Yeah. The second one is uh, One Direction Adopted Me? Space (laughs) exclamation point question mark. All right. The third one's called An Impossible Deception. The fourth one is called One Direction Adopted Me, PG-13. Ooh. Are there one any Direction Adopted Me, The Emo Girl, One Direction Adopted Me, All Caps. I don't actually Jesus. want to know what a rated R version of this would be like. Oh, I'm sure most of these are. What about the first one? This was about a 13-year-old girl, so actually, hopefully not. But yeah, no. the description, 31-part story, 200,000 reads. Oh my God. Gabrielle's a 13-year-old who's been abused her whole life. She's a tomboy, yet she's girly as well. Beauty doesn't mean anything to her. She doesn't trust anyone but what happens when Five Boy adopts her and she immediately trusts them. She feels safe and secure with them. Will their journey together tear them apart or create a stronger bond between her and the boys? Ah, just her and the boys, you know, going out on a Saturday with the boys. Why is one of the One Direction guys grabbing the crotch of another one in this in this picture? Okay, send send this story into the Discord. Okay. So 
um, Jake, are you excited oh, shit. to read this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, no, I sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> Who'd you send oh, it to? Oh, no. Uh, esports captain. Who is? I, they're, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what is that picture? <laughs> Why did you send me One Direction fan fiction? <laughs> I need to talk concerned. to this person tonight, like for real. I don't want to have to interact with this person ever again now. <laughs> so is this person a close friend of yours? No. Okay, then it doesn't matter. Send them oh, even <laughs> All right. Do we want a preview of chapter one? <laughs> what if yes. I just message? Do, do a dramatic <laughs> reading of what if of I just message for us? What if I message? What if I message him just saying like, "Do you have any constructive criticism for me?" <laughs> yes, do that. We will report back on what. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the strength to do that. <laughs> right, Jake. I would like for you to. Start doing a dramatic reading of chapter one. All right. Sure. Well, the first thing I want to point out is the author of this yes. specific Yes, I was fiction. hoping that you would. Now, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with how gamer tags work, and seeing a gamer tag of XXXX, beautiful XXXX, clearly signifies that they are the best of the best. Well, this None to me is, you know how in the description of the story it said that, like, the main character is a tomboy, but also a girly girl. That's what this is. The X's are, like, you know, gamer tag, edgy, middle schooler. Oh, and then beautiful. You know, it's, it's a hodgepodge of everything. I see. All right, well, why don't we start with Chapter 1? I have Chapter 1 open up right now. Yeah, yeah. And um, so from this Chapter 1, it starts with the perspective of... Gabrielle. Wait, hang on. What's the chapter title? Uh, it says just chapter one, and it says Gabrielle point of view. Okay. Some. Oh, wait, is this the same one that I sent? Yeah. It is. Okay. One thing I want to point out before we get into it, though, is that it has five tags. The yeah. tags are Harry, Liam, Louis, Neil, and Zane. And I, I, I think like those that are the these... five main characters and friends, correct? That's correct. What I think is interesting about this is that, um, like, the the One Direction is so widespread of an influence inside the Wattpad community that just these names or tags alone refer to these particular individuals just by their one first name. Yes. Cause, or I mean, human name in the case of Zane, who I don't believe is is actually from this planet. Anyway, chapter one. <clears throat> Holy crap. I walk into the teal and white room. There's a king-sized bed in the middle. Of Wait, the you wall. you skipped the intro. No, I didn't. This chapter There's a chapter one. before There's chapter, a chapter 1 before called that. One Direction Adopted Me. It oh comes before God. chapter 1. It's the only named chapter. I I'm so sorry. Okay. Let me let me start again. This is again, this is also in Gabrielle's point of view. Yes. So. Ugh. Today is the day I will always regret. Adoption day. I never get excited about it because I never get adopted. Usually I stay in the room by myself. I hear shuffling downstairs. 
meaning parents are here. No, no, Let that's not what's written. Parents are her. Yeah, parents are her. Oh, Read parent, it. Parent, oh, parents are her. Read I it as written, know. please. Okay, as I'm written. I'm sorry. Let me introduce myself. No, My as name. written. I did. Let me introduce myself. <laughs> yeah, two separate words. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. Mm-hmm. I okay, need you to going. point out the gr- the grammatical errors of this story. Okay, fine. My name is Gabrielle. I'm 13 years old. No. Apparently- what? Oh, Do the voices. <laughs> My name is Gabrielle. I'm 13 years old. And do the voices. You need to sound like a thirteen-year-old girl when reading this. Okay, go. God. My name is. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fifty-year-old smoker was that? Gabrielle. All right. Well, continue. <clears throat> My name is. <laughs> You're like an octave away from Bane. <laughs> All right, fine. Let me read this in Gabrielle's voice. All right. <clears throat> Channel Gabrielle. My name is Gabrielle. I'm 13... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually perfect. Please continue. That was so good. Yes. I'm 13 years old, and I'm currently living in an orphanage. I have been brought back her six times in the past two years. This is a hellhole. I want to get out, but I don't want to be adopted. I want to run away. I don't have anything besides a few outfits, so it would be easy to pack up and run away. I have a really Caribbean blue eyes and long brown hair. I live in London and glad I have my whole life. I need to distract myself from the sadness. I start to sing to get rid of the sadness. I'm not going to be getting adopted today. I... Oh no, this is a song. Okay. This is a song. Because you need to sing the song. Because I feel it high at sunrise. And is that a One Direction song? I would assume it must be, but it doesn't rhyme, so I don't know. Uh, Katie, Google that. If it's a One Direction song, please bleep it. (laughs) Don't bleep it. No one's going to. This is no copyright engine in the world. Not even Watson could could figure that out. (laughs) I don't. I don't care. I just like the random bleeps. But it's, they're missing out on this great singing voice Jake is doing. Yes, thank you, thank you. All right, uh, I'm going to continue. So I have, I'll finish with the rest of this song here. Um, I'm feeling lovely on the midnight night, and I wouldn't change a thing. I'll stand at top. I hear someone calling my name. <laughs> Gabrielle, get down here! Ugh, what does she want? Shit. I need to get down, go down there before she comes up here. I quickly run down the stairs and into the living room to meet five smiling faces. They were all boys that looked around the age of nineteen to twenty. I wonder. Okay, I just want to. I want to put a pause here quickly. Yeah. Uh, so everything that isn't in quotes is like liter- is just her thoughts, right? Yeah. So yep. why did she put one sentence italicized as if it were her thoughts, but the rest weren't? Maybe she's talking to sh- herself. Ugh, what does she want? Not italicized, but then in italics. Shit, I need to go down before she comes up here. Italics, go away. I quickly run down the stairs. I... Okay, yeah, continue. I'm pretty sure that everything that's not italicized is her actually speaking out loud. 
So as she's running down, as she's, <laughs> she's running down the stairs, she's narrating what's going on right in front of her. Okay. She gets down and meets these five boys for the first time. Just looks at them and say, "There were They're all boys, boys that, looked, that looked around the age, of, the 19 age of nineteen to twenty. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, this is somebody else, so I'll do this voice. All right. Uh, these boys want to interview you. I'm going to leave you guys alone. If you guys need me, I'll be in the kitchen. What kind of YMCA dad voice was that? Jake, moving on. Okay. Uh, she walks out, closing the living room room door. Wait, you just did a male voice for a female. You don't but, know that. <laughs> you write. You write. It is twenty twenty. <laughs> I would have retract that statement. <laughs> All right. We made it. So, a- oh, there's a. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna One mistake we made here quickly was not making Gabri- whoever spoke for Gabrielle and the narrator different people, but I can live with that based on her self narration. Sure. For sure. a bit that we come up with. All right. So, again, she's still narrating this out loud for yep. everything. So, she walks out, clo- she walks out closing the living room door. I look at the boys, and they're staring all at me. And oh, there is spelled all... T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> wow. Um, by the way, you got to imagine that, you know, the reason that she's gotten returned to the orphanage so many times, <laughs> it might be because of the narration. You might want to let up on that, sweetie. See, I think it's, it's totally her coping mechanism. I think it's like a catch-22. Like, it's oh, how she sort of lives with herself. It's like her coping mechanism, but it's also like it's her kicked out, so it's like an endless cycle. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. imagine if you got a job, and you just narrated everything. So, like, you know, you're an undercover Browsing cop. Browsing Reddit. What? Browsing Reddit. No, you're Browsing an undercover Reddit. cop. And oh. then you're, like, in Browsing the middle Reddit. of a drug gang, and you're talking to the boss, and the boss is like, Hey, so can I trust you? Yes, of course you can. I said, Recording making sure that he didn't realize that I'm actually a cop who's going to take his ass to jail. You wouldn't survive long. Maybe they call you like, like, hey, narrator Nathan, self narration Nathan. Hey, it's his thing. He makes jokes. Hey, he's a, he's a funny guy. Hey. <laughs> what is the person? And they don't believe it. Well, what, what cop Nathan? would self narrate out loud saying that they're going to <laughs> wiretap you? It's the like, same one that puts the microphone on the table as if they're running a podcast with the criminal. <laughs> hey, look, this guy brought props this time for his jokes. Hey, hey this right, time he brought, bought some handcuffs and a police-issued gun hey. and a bunch of people dressed as police officers. Hey, and oh, yes, shit. It's just Nathan. Self-narration Nathan. The police. All right. Continue Shoot. on with the reading. All right. Uh, we need another uh, person speaking right here. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to do the voice of the blonde one. I want to hear. I want to hear. Oh, come on, Josh! You haven't done any voice. There's five of them, Josh. You haven't done any There's voices yet. There's a reason yet. that I haven't done any of them, but I want to hear There's Jake try two. and differentiate all five of these members of One Direction. Okay, I do want to hear that too. Right. And if you mm. can't, I will. Hey, sweetheart, what is your name? <laughs> the blonde one says. Uh, to be fair, uh, that's a pretty good way of of differentiating. <laughs> that's good. Exactly. Oh. oh, I'm getting some serious pedophile vibes from this one, from her name right here. <laughs> Does she say that she out goes, loud? <laughs> she goes, um, um, I'm Grabrielle. I stutter out, no period. It's, fu- it's funny, because she doesn't stutter in her narration, only when she's speaking. 
Uh, uh, well, Will I am Neil, the blonde one says with a huge grin. No period. <laughs> well, I'm Zane. That's what she says. <laughs> pointing to herself. They're all British. It hasn't happened yet. The other, the other one next to him with jet black hair and a tattoos on his arm said, "Tattoos I'm, of tattoo apostrophe s." Wow, no period. Forget for that one too. I, I think this is one wait, period. Wait, can we actually read this? this no interruptions. This whole just yeah, this whole scene um, um, no because it doesn't make sense. All right, all right, fine, fine. Let me let me let's, let's restart. It doesn't so even have to be accents, just because the content is interesting. Of course, of course. All right. Hey, sweetheart. What is your name? The blonde one says. Up. Um, I'm Gabrielle. I stutter out. Well, I am Neil. Wait, that's the wrong voice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. All right, start over. No, don't start over. I swear to God. Oh God. Start over. I swear to God. All right. Hey, sweetheart. What is your name? The blonde one says. Um. Um. I'm Gabrielle. I stutter out. Will I'm Neil. The blonde one says again with a huge grin. Oh, and I'm Zane. The one next to him with jet black hair and tattoos on his arm said, I'm Liam. The one with, <laughs> the one with brown hair said next, I'm Harry. With the curly hair spoke. And I'm Lewis. The last one spoke. Um, hi. Uh. Wait, she calls herself Gabrielle again in the next line. Was that not a mistake? No, that's Zane. Zane says that because she yes. said Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. was that not a mistake? That was that not it a was a mistake. No, but now they stuttering. think her name is Gabrielle because they aren't humans. That's right. And they don't yeah. understand Earth customs yet. Yeah. So, Gabrielle, can you tell us about yourself? Zane said, kneeling down. Uh, there's nothing really to tell. There's nothing I really had to tell, like, they're looking at this paragraph that you're about to read. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tough past when I was put in here six years ago. I don't really do much. My favorite color is teal. I'm 13, and I was born March 28, 2000. I'm a tomboy. I wear beanies and snapbacks with dresses and jeans. High heels are math. Uh, high heels and math are my worst enemies. I can really be sassy and loud at some points, but I can also be quiet and funny. I'm not really a morning person. That's it. I send them a soft smile. So there's not really much to tell. Now let me tell you everything about me. Five, six. If you're not six, four, swipe left. <laughs> That's a good what? question. How tall? What? How many high heels are in this orphanage for this 13-year-old? I think she's hogging them all. <laughs> she keeps they're her them worst enemies. They come, they're like the toys from Toy Story. They come alive at night, but instead of just like, you know, having fun, they're actually evil and attack her. Oh, I'd watch that. That would be a, that would be a good horror movie. <laughs> I think it'd be half horror, half this comedy. This summer, The Menace. This High summer, heels. One Direction adopted me. Your Prequel. back health will never be the same. Because they kick you. I hope it's directed by Michael Bay. So I love how this podcast is pretty much just us forcing guests to read fan fiction. It is. Now read. Read, monkey, read. Okay, all right, all right. 
Uh, what is... Who's Harry again? Harry's the... Harry's oh. the medium voice. No, Harry's the real deep voice. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Can you tell Miss Michaels to come in back in here? Harry says. See, I never get adopted. I head out the door and tell Miss Michaels they wanted to see her. I spent the rest of the day and night in my room. Ten kids were adopted, and none of them were me. But wait, that's the end of the chapter? But that's the story? Or that's the end of that thing? No, we go to Harry's no, no. point of view now. Well, I know, but she, like, didn't get adopted? Which you have to read now, Josh. Same voices, but you have to. Also, people can leave comments on these paragraphs, and there's a lot of comments. It's true. <clears throat> So, Josh, you're going to read Harry's point Harry's of view? point of view. We know we're happy with the family <laughs> we have, but we want someone smaller than us that we can pick on and spoil and to call princess. Which one's Lewis? Oh, no. Oh, no, he's the hostage. Okay, one, here's he? the thing. After reading that sentence, Josh, I want you to read um, to a certain comment, which actually I'll read for you. It says uh, just on this paragraph, this person left a comment saying, in all lowercase, uh, they are going to fuck the 13-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> well, looking Guys, for someone I think she's princess. it. Lewis exclaims. <laughs> Which one's Zane? Grab. Oh, oh uh, Zane is the, um, no, the Russian the, one. No, Zane's the southern one. Neil's no, Russian. Zane oh, is right, southern. Right. Okay, yeah, Zane, yeah, Zane's the... Yeah, yeah, okay, so I, my apologies. Zane is the, the southern one. Continue. Yeah, yeah. She's a girl, but a tomboy. Zane adds. Which one's Niall? Niall's the Russian one. The Russian German one. She wears beanies in Snipdick with dresses and jeans. <laughs> Niall joins in the conversation. Okay. Liam is then. Okay, the mildly low one. She's the perfect child. No, as written. She's the perfect child. <laughs> Liam says. No punctuation. Guys, <laughs> think about this carefully. There is no going back once you make this deck <laughs> I say carefully. I say carefully. They all just smile. on. They all just smile at me and nod their heads. I think this is a cry for help. <laughs> I, I hope it's nothing. I think somebody I was hope like that's maybe what it is. I hope this isn't genuine. I think somebody maybe was like abused by like five people who were like wearing One Direction costumes and like this is how they deal with it. All right. Like this is their coping mechanism. All right. Next back morning. To, back to me. No, no. Back to me. Back to me. So, I woke up to someone shaking me and shouting. <laughs> Gabriel, wake up! No. I. Who wakes someone up like that? <laughs> Imagine, you know, you're late for school one day. So your parents, you know, because she's still asleep with, at this point. So you know. Gabriel, wake up now. Your parents just like real carefully open the door and get over your bed. You know, position themselves, looking down on you, and then grab you and violently shake you awake while screaming in your face. That doesn't happen. And hitting you. 
Alright. <clears throat> I instantly jolt awake when I feel a hand slap my cheek really hard. The shaking and shouting didn't wake her up? <laughs> no, just a slap. <laughs> she's, a, she's a hard, heavy sleeper. <laughs> Alright. Miss Michaels is above me with with a frustrated look on her face. What's what what's happening? I said panicking. Or I asked panicking. It's, look, oh, it's spelled God. like panicking uh, because they spelled panicking wrong. They also spelled instantly wrong. Which bothers me. Oh, we need a new voice for Miss Michaels. Oh I know, you've met you give me your Miss Michaels voice. Get dressed and come downstairs. <laughs> I do as she says quickly. I reached the last step to meet the boys I saw yesterday. They must be back for one of the other orphans. <laughs> yeah, like she wakes you up. She wakes you up, like go downstairs, look at these watch people who other don't people want get you. adopted. Look at the person they do want. This will never be you. Uh, Liam. All right, Liam's the slightly, slightly lower voice. Okay. Wait, no, wait, really? Oh no, Liam is the normal voice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Gabrielle. Ready to go? Oh, that did not sound good. <laughs> I got such creepy vibes from that. Perfect. Uh, is he right, 19 to 20, asked. or was he born in the 1920s? Wait, wait, but now they're calling her Gabrielle. Well, they know they, they know she's not named Gabrielle, obviously, them. Josh. But why didn't they at the beginning? If, Let's just move yeah, on. Yeah, if she, like, fucks up with that, why are they like, haha? We can't investigate every plot hole in these... <laughs> We don't it's have the time. It's certainly going to give us some podcast material. I would like to Jesus. keep coming back to this fanfic every week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A chapter, a chapter a week, honestly. Okay, yeah. let's let's keep going because if you if you picture the self narration, it gets very good. Yeah, okay. All right. What? Go where? I I can't get adopted. No, no one wants me. I am choked. My eyes are probably bulging out of my head. Go 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 where? My voice is shaky. Uh, not spelled the wrong. Right. It's spelled no, like shaky. K-I-E. <laughs> Hold with us, silly. <laughs> Niles says with the biggest grin I have ever seen. They're gonna do such terrible things. <laughs> oh, uh, this is you, Miss Michaels. <laughs> Gabrielle, these boys adopted you yesterday, but need to set a few things straight first. Why is she being so nice? She's usually arrogant, abusive bitch. Excuse me? <laughs> that was say that. <laughs> well, I suppose if she's narrating out loud, that self narration. Also, but need to set. But need to. <laughs> and also the line, Gabrielle, these boys adopted you yesterday, but need to set a few things straight first. <laughs> Alright. Oh, okay. So I'm afraid right now. No, what? That's do... not what it says. No, oh, as I've... written. That's strike five. God damn it, Jake. You're Jesus gone. Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. I'm so afraid no, right now. No, strike five. You're done. No, that was You not... can leave. Strike five. You're, you're you done. You can leave now. All right. So, um, this God is damn it. podcast. It is. Uh, we will continue this story on the next episode. And um, we and hope we'll that find everyone out whether sticks or not around I get to stay on the WPI esports team. <laughs> yep. When they hear you reading One Direction fanfiction, <laughs> you know, that might already make their decision for them. How do I accidentally So uh, I'd like to ask a question to the viewers right now, or uh, listeners, I suppose. All right, so uh, listeners, what was your favorite part of the podcast? Uh-huh. Really? Me too. Really? 
that part? Oh. Wow, look. Oh, That's you did it? Yeah. Okay. Good night, everyone. That's going to get bleeped out. Good night.